Club Podcast, everybody, your premier video game podcast on VGU.tv. Welcome back to yet another episode. This one, this one's going to be a fun second half. I can definitely guarantee that and probably a fun first half, too, if I'm being completely real with you. Um, so today for the special segment, because we're relaxing and there's not too much crazy news. I mean, Jason Schreier did just leave Kotaku this morning, which is kind of a big deal, but because you know, this will be, that will be outdated news by the time you listen to this. We're going to do something a little bit more evergreen here. And we're going to do a idea that I've been seeing on the Game Informer podcast for a long time back in the day. Um, back of the box trivia. I'm going to read the back of some of these game boxes that I have in front of me physically. Those are the big stack of boxes here. And um, I'm going to see if our co-host here can guess it. Um, speaking of which, who is my co-host today? Um, it's the same guy you know. <laughs> Why am I adding suspense to this thing? What's up, Alan Mir? <laughs> okay, so if you if you comment about dogs that you get... No, it, the last episode was about video game ra- racism. Oh, yeah. <laughs> True. Oh, boy. That's... um. We're we're learning a lot today. <laughs> no, that was just my uh, the Mister Show uh, sketch I was talking about last week. The oh god, pre- the call the pre-recorded call-in ra- radio show. My god, that's um, I forgot about that whole bit. <laughs> Shout out to Miss. You know what? This should just be one episode. We got to call the Mister Show show, and then it's just gonna be a show about Mister Show, just to give these guys a show. I don't know. I just like saying Mister Show. That's a very fun name to say. Um, in any case, we will get to that back of the box trivia towards the second half of the podcast today. But before we get to that part, we got to do the thing that we always do. What have we been playing? So, um, actually, do you mind if I go ahead and kick this one off and talk about what I've been playing this week? By all means. Okie dokie then. Um, so what I've been playing is an old game that I feel like I've mentioned on this podcast a little bit, but it's one of my favorite games, definitely my top 100. Um, and that is Max Payne 3. Um, why am I playing Max Payne 3? Well, I have it on PC. I originally beat it on PlayStation 3. And I was just like, I was kind of getting in the mood because a YouTuber that I follow, Jacob Geller, um, he makes really good uh, video essays and stuff about games and other art and stuff. Uh, he posted on Twitter that he's going to be doing kind of a book club for Max Payne 3, where they're going to play through, I think, three chapters a week, and then they're going to talk about the stuff in each chapter, um, just, you know, thematic elements, some of the plot, some of the gameplay, stuff like that. That sounded really cool to me, so I said, you know what, that's a perfect excuse to download Max Payne 3 on PC and run through that game again, and that's exactly what I have done. Um, like, like I said, they're only doing it three chapters at a time. So I only played the first three chapters, which is probably like the first hour, maybe first hour and a half. Wasn't that long at all. Um, and so, yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun still. (laughs) Like, that's one thing I can say. It's still, it's still a lot of fun playing on PC with the higher frame rate and everything is a lot different. The game looks a lot more slick. Um, the stylized uh graphical design of it i guess not graphical design just has a lot of like distortion effects and weird filters over the video um a lot of that stuff still looks nice but it looks even more impressive now that i'm getting into higher fidelity higher frame rate all that good stuff i will say though the game is a little bit it controls differently than i remember where 
for some reason, I had it in my head that Max Payne was a super fast game. Like it was a lot of like killing people in one shot and diving here and taking all these people out really quick. But then I realized, wait, I only feel that way because I've seen a lot of gameplay on PC <laughs> and I play I'm still playing this with a controller uh, playing it on PC right now. And oh, my God, it does not feel the same. <laughs> uh, which, like, which yeah. controller? I'm using the Xbox controller, Xbox One. Um, so, you know, it's totally I'm having fun. It's not like it's an issue, but like I've, I've been watching over the years. I've just seen a bunch of montages of people like just tearing it up in Max Payne 3, like literally just like rotate, click head, rotate, click head and just taking a whole room out in like four seconds. That is not possible on the controller. <laughs> and it's really surprising. So I think that's like the main thing where I'm just like, wow, the, the speed of this is not what I remembered it. But um. It is still fun. I am still having fun. Um, taking a lot of cut. Like, yes, there's a cover system in here, but because of the whole shoot dodge and the bullet time and all that stuff, it makes me not want to use it that much. <laughs> like half the time, like the first the first level in the game I actually got an achievement for beating the level without taking any painkillers. And I was surprised of that because I didn't take cover at all. Like I was just running around, jumping around and just taking people out as much as I wanted to. Um and using that slow motion a lot. And that's how I really enjoy that game. I really like Max Payne 3 just because it's really stylish to jump around and shoot people and do so in slow motion. And being behind cover doesn't really encourage that type of gameplay. Um, so that's really the bulk of what I've been doing um, as far as games go. Uh, Max Payne 3, I played through that in the night and I was like, oh, that's really good. Um, but the, the bulk, the majority of the rest of my nights have been either catching up on homework or working on stuff for the site uh yeah it's been pretty low-key as far as games go i do have i think one more game that i've played in the last few days but um in the meantime uh, i don't know if you had anything to say about max Payne 3 but if not feel free to go ahead and talk oh, about one of your games i that is one of my favorite games of all time really max Payne 3 is yeah i mean i was hmm. let's just say i wasn't the targeted demographic when like for the first two games that like when remedy was putting them out fair enough i played three went back to one and two went on i want to say like when they were still doing the xbox originals mm-hmm. and i just really hope that the, the first two games get a remaster yeah Should i think you can play max Payne one is a playstation 2 classic on ps4 so you can get trophies and play it there but snow remaster <laughs> like that, that that game definitely looks and feels its age in a lot of ways um, especially max, yeah especially mm -hmm. the the tight walk the tightrope walking se uh, section oh god don't oof i've seen gameplay of that and i'm so scared like i actually started up max Payne one on ps4 not too long ago and i kind of stopped and one of the reasons i'm afraid to go back is because i know that that's waiting for me <laughs> i just don't want to go through that seem it looks so tedious so you're i don't know yeah because you're like that's happening you're hearing baby crying yeah it's like super stressful and it's like oh do this challenge but it's like no i'm gonna fall and die <laughs> like i don't know what you don't understand but hey that's that's video games at least they iterated and now remedy is responsible for one of my favorite games with control so you know and plus the franchise finally came around into a form that i like in the form of max Payne 3 so yeah, Max Payne 3 definitely, definitely goes hard. So big shout out to that one. 
Yeah, I didn't know that was one of your favorite games of all time. That's actually very ac- very on point for this conversation. So, technically, I've played five games over the past few days. Wow. Or past past two days. Very healthy amount. <laughs> but three of the, the but like three of them, I I was trying to capture footage for. Mm, fair enough. I guess people so, will find out what those are in in any case soon. <laughs> I'll quick. I'm just gonna. Do you mind if I quickly go over? Oh yeah, go ahead, man. Go ahead. So first was Rise. Rise is that the Xbox launch title? Yeah. Oh wow! <laughs> I haven't Except thought of that I was game forever. I was playing on PC. Oh okay. I actually own it on PC too. I got it for like three bucks. So yeah, no qualms there. That game, I had fun. <laughs> okay. There's a butt coming. But that game is just very bare bones. Yeah, that's what I kept hearing from reviews and whatnot. Like it look, it's visually visually stunning, and that's about it. Dang, that's sad to hear. I would have thought there was at least something there. Narr- is there nothing narratively that even gets someone excited? The spot, the the area, or the, or the part I was in when I was capturing a f- uh, footage was the main character's return home after becoming a soldier. Hmm. And then barbarians attack. Oh, fun. And the barbarians kill the wife or the mother and daughter. Jesus Christ! That that whole game is basically you just kill the barbarians, just kill them. So it's just God of War, basically, but grounded. Yeah, and while well, at the top, well, back in 2013, the finishing moves, if you will, like the the quick quick time events. Oh yeah, yeah. Like your press circles in God of War, to use another comparison. Yeah, so I was screwing up big time because I didn't know what was happening every time an enemy had like a skull in the, like, floating over their head. Mm-hmm. Apparently, that was the, I just had to press right trigger to ex- execute them. <laughs> yeah, as easy as that. Who would have known? And like, you're either shoving the the sword through their through the back of their neck or chopping their arm off. Jesus. This was was this like a hyper violent game or was it like just kind of violent? Uh, it was more hyper violent. Ah, oh, Jesus. Okay, I don't know what I had in my head. I gotta look up gameplay of this again because if I remember correctly, it is. You said gladiator, so it is kind of like three hundredy. It's well, at the beginning of the game, you're like the barbarians are ever invading Rome, mm-hmm. and you and some other character are locked are basically like stuck in one location. For most of the game, and it's a flashback. Oh, how fun! <laughs> uh, the next, the other game was Lost Planet. That one's the Monster Hunter type game, or with with mechs. Oh, okay. Lost Planet Extreme Condition. That's it. That's it. I was trying to think of that one real hard. I was like, Lost Planet. That doesn't sound familiar, but I remember Lost Planet two and three. <laughs> so the, the fact that a one had the fact they existed without a number behind it kind of shook me for a little bit. Well, Lost Planet One is was def was far beyond anything the sequels were, hmm. and I made the mis- I made the big mistake of forgetting to put it on VSync. Oh God, was it just tearing up all over the place? Yeah, it looked it looked like it kind of looked like the camera how the gameplay looks in the second Ken Lynch game. Oh God, that's awful. <laughs> yeah, and like certain certain games for PC, they'll just do an auto-detect 
games like like the Fallout games. Mm. Yeah. This one sounds like you had to go in there and tweak everything on your own. No, the the only option is to run a benchmark test. Oh. <laughs> Did that do anything? Yes and no. Or I didn't go I didn't actually check it or I didn't actually do it. Oh. <laughs> Fair but enough. then I, when I was going through the video settings, I was noticing that there's a lot of either this is low, this is medium. Oh, like it didn't define things. It just put like general like degrees in the settings instead of saying like, oh, this is a certain number. Yeah. Yeah. That's a little annoying. And that like is a shame because that game is still very fun after all these years. After the the over 10 plus years. Hmm. Yeah, it's still a good game, man. Or it, I'll say I remember what lost planet 2 being a good game but the first one i have such little memory of it because it was an xbox exclusive at one point was it not yeah hmm. yeah i never I'm, had it i'm pr- i'm pretty sure it has made it, it like it did show up on the playstation maybe like years later yeah it, it's also one of i i just love the way the they do the like the grappling hook in that game mm-hmm yeah, I remember that grappling hook being an interesting mechanic. It worked very similarly in uh, Lost Planet 2 as well. So. Yeah, it ironically was a better version of a grappling hook than Bionic Commando. <laughs> that, much, that much is easy to do, to be honest, but yeah. Yeah, you are right. Lost Planet Extreme Condition did come to PlayStation 3 in 2006, but oh boy, that seems like a lifetime ago. Or it actually literally is in some cases. Um but yeah, it's that game is still solid. I'll say now you say it's still a good game. I re, the thing that I remember most about Lost Planet 2, which was both the thing that made it interesting to me and also the thing that makes it hard to go back to now. Lost Planet 1 and 2, those controls were very like obtuse in oh, a way yeah. where yeah. Mhm. Like I know I know people love Monster Hunter because it's like, oh, I love because you got to like hit your swings and there's like a delay on it to where you got to time things a certain way and movement is a little bit clunky. And I get the appeal of that because back when I played Lost Planet 2, I played the demo a lot, which is how I have so much familiarity with it. And just playing the four the four player co-op demo was so fun trying to coordinate all that stuff and working against the controls was actually part of the fun. But I went back to it maybe last year or so. Just playing the demo because I was like, yeah, I've never touched this. Let me see what's up. Oh, my God. (laughs) Just to just to jump. There's like a delay for a jump. And then the grappling hook has this weird like couple of frames where once you grapple to your point, you stay there for a second and then you jump off after. And it's like, okay, how does this even work? Like it just felt very slow. And and plus, I remember the multiplayer. It did not. When I say multiplayer, yeah, the co-op was fun. But like the competitive multiplayer that they also had a demo for, not even a thing. It was like the Resident Evil 5 multiplayer. It just didn't make sense. <laughs> like competitively, no. But I remember that game being fun. But it seems like you're saying it still holds up now if you were to go back. Yeah, I mean, it, the me- the mechs are fun to use. Like, they're still fun. Hmm. I like I like the... Like, when I first played the game, I was about, I think, 12. Hmm. Very impressionable age. <laughs> And I, it was again one of those things of, I'm playing this for the first time. I don't fully understand what's how ha- how to play the game properly, so I was playing it earlier today, and yeah, just it's a good b- bug shooter. 
Yeah, <laughs> a good bug shooter. The greatest praise you could probably give to something. <laughs> but yeah, I agree with you. It is a fun game. I, I've actually been staring at Lost Planet 3, which has been sitting on my PS3 forever. And I'm like, one day I'm going to get around to it. But, you know, the lies I tell myself. <laughs> yeah, I... I... Uh, sort of similar thing with me because I've, I I too have Lost Planet 3 sitting in my Steam library waiting to be played. Yeah. Lost Planet I keep, 3. Mm -hmm. I, I keep hearing that it's the worst one of the three. See, I don't... I've heard that, but I've heard... I've heard it in the context of if you were a big fan of Lost Planet 1 and 2, then Lost Planet 3 is where they took a lot of the quirkiness and a lot of those... Uh, imprecise mechanics and stuff that i've complained about they took a lot of those out in lost planet 3 and made it more closer to like a dead space type game but from people who don't have a familiarity with the lost planet games i've heard a lot of positive things about lost planet 3 where it's it's like a surprisingly good fun pleasant game that people like that are it's like a hidden gem for some people but once again since you already like Lost Planet, I, I don't know how much you would like 3, but it sounds like 3 might be perfect for me. So one day we'll have to see what's up with that one as this backlog checkoff continues. Um, but in any case, um, yeah, was there a, I guess we'll do, you said you had five games total, right? Yeah, this, I can actually get through the last, the, the third one pretty quickly. Okay, that's fine. And then after that, I'll do one of mine and we'll let you do your last two. I tried to play The Walking Dead Telltale Definitive Edition. Yeah, we had talked about this. Um, I don't know if we want to mention. Let's just say we have we have some we have something, an idea brewing. Yes, we do have an idea brewing, and we're definitely in the kitchen with that one. But you tried to play this one. What what happened? <laughs> Why okay, try? So I put uh, since I don't I no longer have a working game capture device oh yeah i played i i had I, I i owned it on the epic store for a while and i decided to download it and try capturing it from via game dvr mm -hmm. and one the texture the up the upgraded textures weren't that upgraded ah that's sad to hear at certain points the cursor would move would get like move to the right far right and just stop hmm it would like and... disrupt gameplay and everything no like say okay so an example would be at like an episode one at the pharmacy mm -hmm. when when lee walks into the back room yeah the the cursor just start started moving on its own and just locked in place oh god that's probably a nightmare yeah, and then it got to a point where I couldn't, where like you're supposed to talk to Clementine, mm -hmm. but the 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 cursor just would not move. So you couldn't select anything unless probably keyboard use, maybe. Yeah, and I thought it was the I thought it was something wrong on my end, but it turns out something wrong with the collection itself. Oh damn it! <sighs> I mean, have they acknowledged that there is a bug and that they're fixing it, or what? Is there even an update on that? They fixed the console editions. You would think it would be the other way around, right? Yeah, from what from what I read, it was like they need they took from a base uh, game. Mm. Oh, so like they just the the definitive collection is from the like it's like it's the... both it's it's both on the like the original releases. 
oh, so not even the next gen releases or any of the patched ones. Like it's just straight up base game type stuff, huh? Yeah. So, like in the case of the PC version, or and that's and this whole thing makes me like it drives me even like crazier because I played the PC version like before when I, when the final season was getting ready to premiere, and there were no problems. Hmm. That is strangest thing and because i'm a crazy person and i i need to redo this lp because i never finished it hmm. i went out and used my used the money that all right i used the stimulus money to get an elgato for 60 or 4k 60 s plus oh okay is that a new one yeah the just... one that just the one that just came out where you put in an sd card yeah, that one actually looks very convenient. Yeah, and I I was going to start the show with that, like, before I went decided to go with the Mr. Show one, like, Mr. the Mr. Show opening. I was going to go, go with, it's me, Almir, the investor, or the man who's now investing everything in SD cards. <laughs> oh, boy. The SD card economy is about to blow up thanks to you. <laughs> Oh boy! I mean, that should still work out. As you can get uh like 128 gig SD card pretty easily, and plus oh, yeah. since plus since a lot of footage is going on YouTube anyway, you don't really have to worry about backing anything up in a permanent way. So I think it should be good. But in any case, yeah, that that game is still very good. Um, it's still very good, but like if only you didn't have the issues, <laughs> that's the problem. So I mean, do you have it? Is Epic Games going to be the only way you try to use it? Well, actually, let me ask this first. You said you were trying to use Game DVR. Is Game DVR what was causing those issues, or is it just PC issues in general? The latter. Ah, damn. So, I mean, are you going to try and see if it works better on a different console? I mean, I have a feeling you, even though you might not have the definitive collection on the other consoles, I feel like you have all those episodes somewhere else, don't you? Question mark? Yeah, I do. I mean, I have I I have the definitive edition for Xbox One. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. That might be a way. But hey, I know I know how it feels though. I kind of would like to see that higher frame rate <laughs> and stuff like that. Yeah, like I I saw from what I, like from the gameplay I did take, like I did capture, versus the video like a random video I saw on YouTube of like an example of how it looks. Hmm. I feel like I just got left out in the cold. Damn, that's really rotten. Well, hey, no wonder you said this one would be quick because <laughs> didn't actually get to play that much of it. Well, hey, we'll we'll I guess we'll give you some time to reassemble that and maybe get it working on Xbox. But you know, hopefully that can be fixed on PC because I'm sure that's where you would prefer to play. So, fingers crossed on that for you, man. Um, what else do we have here? All right, then. Well, I guess from there we'll go ahead and switch over to the other game. That I've been playing and funny enough both of these have been third-person shooters um, except in the case of Max Payne 3 I've only been playing single-player this one's been multiplayer and this is kind of a random one but I decided well since it's going since it's free on PlayStation Plus right now let me hop back into the multiplayer and see what's going on with Uncharted 4 um, very weird one I remember I played a lot of now back in the day Uncharted 2 multiplayer was my absolute jam. I used to love playing that game online. Um, by the time Uncharted 3 came out, it was still fun, but it was just a little bit 
different, so I didn't play it that much. And Uncharted 4 was somewhere in between, where I played it more than Uncharted 3, but not as much as I obsessed with Uncharted 2. And um, so, yeah, I decided uh, the player base is probably going to be back a little bit. It's probably going to be a lot of new players. Let's see what I can. Uh, let's see if I can clean up in Uncharted 4 multiplayer. I'll tell you right now. I don't know what it is about Uncharted 4 multiplayer. It just feels now this is competitive. I'm talking about. And I'll talk about co-op in just a second. But competitive multiplayer just feels a little bit off. Um, where it still feels fun to jump around, climb up things, swing on the little grappling hook rope that you have in Uncharted 4 now. Um, all that's really fun, but it's the shooting combat that makes it just feel, I don't know, it just feels inaccurate and it doesn't always feel satisfying in a way that I really like. Um, it, it, just playing it, I was just like, yeah, this is like kind of satisfying and, you know, taking people out is pretty fun, but it never felt top tier like when you're doing good in like a call of duty we'll say for example because i've been playing some of that too won't talk about it but i always play a little bit of modern warfare every week um in games like those when you get on a kill streak or something like that or when you take out somebody it feels really great and that's due to you know feeling the recoil and your guns in a very physical tactile way and that's due to the sound effects when you take someone out and the what else and like the xp popping up on screen in a big flashy manner and all your challenges and stuff that's the reason that a lot of those games feel satisfying in uncharted 4 multiplayer when you talk about challenges where once again in a game like call of duty they're tracking a lot of the stuff behind the scenes they're giving you rewards for oh you got 50 shotgun kills oh you just did 40 executions like they're tracking a lot of stuff in the background in uncharted literally the only thing they're tracking is you got this many kills with this gun Here's a new mod for it. You got this many kills with the pistol. Here's a new skin for it. And that's pretty much all they're doing. They're not tracking as many different aspects of the game. And in a game like Uncharted, where you can do all these acrobatic movements, it would be cool to see those being tracked and then you getting rewarded for something. Um, so that was a little bit like, eh, about that. Um, and also the... Just the gunplay feels a little bit less impressive when, like in Call of Duty, when you take, when you, sh when you hit somebody, when you get a hit, there's like a marker that, there's a hit marker, of course, but you get a little sound effect that says, oh, you got a confirmed hit. And then when you actually take them out, it plays a different sound effect for when you actually have finished the kill. In Uncharted, they really don't have the same, they do have sound effects, but it doesn't sound as good. <laughs> it's not as satisfying where they both have that little, like that little, like, punch or like hit like the sound of a bullet going through skin which is kind of gross to think about but like that you get that hit every time you hit an enemy but when you take them down it's like this whimper it's like instead of in call of duty where it's like a chink like it's like money like a little cha-ching type sound in in uncharted it's like a pew it's like a powering down sound effect which is really hard to describe and uh, i think just hearing that over and over again it's like all right it feels like you shut someone down rather than you got a reward like it just feels a little bit more downer in a way where it's not like a really big deal because like i said we're talking about a sound effect here but that's just one of the reasons why the combat just didn't feel as great um but i will say i actually stopped playing the competitive multiplayer and jumped into co-op a little bit now i don't know a lot of people didn't hop into co-op survival mode because it was added very late after the game came out but that was actually kind of fun 
um, it was very difficult, which I think is why it was so fun. Uh, and it's basically it's a hundred rounds. Think like horde mode. If you you have you ever played Gears of War, like horde mode and everything. Yeah. Okay. Um. Well, in that case, probably familiar with it. Um. In any case, uh, yeah, it's a hundred rounds, and you have different objectives for every round. Um. I guess that's the biggest differentiator through horde mode. Where in classic horde mode, it was pretty much just the enemies get stronger, and the enemies have different, you know, mo- like different abilities and different things that you have to overcome um but in uncharted multiplayer what they do is they kind of get a little bit cheap with it but they give different modifiers to every single round so one round might be all right just stay alive and kill everybody and then the next round might be okay it's king of the hill so you have to get to this one specific part of the map and hold down there and just stay alive that entire time and enemies are going to keep coming but you can't leave or else you know if you leave, then it just won't count towards the objective, and you have a set amount of time where these objectives need to get done. And then they'll have another one where it's called Treasure Hunter. Well, it'll place 50 treasures in one side of the map, and you and your other two teammates just have to run around and collect all the treasures before the time limit's up while enemies are still trying to take you out. And then they get really difficult where it's like, all right, now whenever you shoot down an enemy in the place where they die, it'll have an expanding circle of slow motion time. So God forbid you get into a melee fight with something, they drop a slow motion, uh, I guess, orb or whatever, and then you have to dodge out of the way of it, but in slow motion so people can still shoot you. It's kind of frustrating. And because I just heard that notification, let me make sure my phone's off so I don't do the thing that I do every episode. Um, but yeah, that was really fun. I, I I just got into a random matchmaking thing with a couple of random players, and I was having a good time, man. We had got through a couple of rounds, and I like how they do it where you don't sit there and do all 100 rounds at once. They break it up into, you know, here's rounds 1 through 5, then 5 to 10, 10 to 15, so on and so forth. And then you just play that chunk of five rounds. And if you get, if you play like round 90 to 95, that's going to be really difficult. And you know the type of challenge you're getting into. But if you play round, you know, 5 to 10, then that's going to be a lot easier and you know what, what you're getting into then. So you can match make for each one and then they give you trophies for beating all 100 rounds. Not in one sitting necessarily. They just give it to you for, you know, taking it off in chunks. And I had gotten a trophy for that. And um, yeah, it was really fun. And every, at the end of every five rounds, they give you a big boss that you have to take down. And that's probably my biggest problem with the co-op is that the bosses are bullet sponges like oh my god dude like <laughs> it takes so much ammo you can't like a regular enemy in uncharted they go down in probably half a assault rifle clip maybe a little bit more um if you're not doing headshots but they go down pretty quickly this guy took i think maybe 15 or 20 minutes all three of us constantly unloading on this dude and yeah he's spawning henchmen so there's other enemies to worry about and we were playing on a on more than medium difficulty so this was kind of hard already but it just took a very very long time to take this man out and so it was very satisfying once we did it but like about a third of the way because it wouldn't have been that bad if we got it on the first try it's the fact that we had a third of his loaf a third of his health left and we all died (laughs) and i had a little totem or whatever that could respawn everybody in one hit and so when both of them got downed, I was like, all right, let me uh, run over there and revive y'all real quick with this totem. And I died on the way over to him. And I was like, shit. 
<laughs> it was just really like frustrating. So we had to do almost that whole boss fight over again. But overall, the co-op is actually very, very fun in Uncharted. I recommend it to people. It's um, it's not for the faint of heart. It is very challenging if you want to get into those higher, you know, higher rounds and higher ranks and stuff. But it is very fun. If you're willing to just hop in and try it out, I definitely think it's worth it. It's free on PlayStation Plus, uh, along with technically every single mainline Uncharted game is free right now. If you have PlayStation Plus, you can get four. And if you don't, you can get the Nathan Drake collection for totally free thanks to the Play at Home initiative. Or I guess Stay at Home initiative. But yeah, Uncharted 4 multiplayer. It's uh, it's interesting. <laughs> it's, it's definitely worth a shot, especially for the co-op. But um, yeah, I, I got my fill of it. I don't need to hop back in there right now. <laughs> I'll let people jump in there for the first time and have their fun. And I just won't take them out because I know what I'm doing. So yeah, that's what I've been playing on the second half of things. Um, anything to say about Uncharted, or do you want to go ahead and talk about yours, your last two games? Uh, the Uncharted multiplayer stuff is something I, something I always wanted to get into, hmm. but for, for like right up in th- for most of the PS3 generation, mm-hmm. I never had like I had like no one to play with. Mm. Yeah, actually, that was a thing back when I played Uncharted two a lot. That is kind of how I experienced that game exclusively. <laughs> like I just popped on at randoms and just prayed that whoever I got paired with in the co-op match was going to actually try and win. And I didn't even have a headset for most of the PS3 generation, so I feel that. <laughs> I feel that entirely. So, I mean, have you still been wanting to try out Uncharted multiplayer? Uh, I eventually got around to playing, like, back during summer 2013. Mm-hmm. When I first started at VGU, uh, me, Josh Mobley, Matt Mobley, we would uh, James Pangello, we would, we would do, we would constantly go like go on and on matches, mm-hmm. and then when Un- uh, Uncharted Four came out, me, Matt, James, or no, me, Matt, Chris, and Jovan played it, and man, I'm, I just, I, 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 I think that was where I drew the line at, like not playing mul- multiplayer games anymore, because God, I'm awful at them. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> yeah, multiplayer games can sometimes be a little uh. A little difficult. Like I said, that learning curve can be high, but oh man, once you once you overcome it, it feels really good. Especially in the co-op stuff. Like when you co when you overcome an enemy player, it's like, alright, cool, there's still always gonna be someone better than you. But when you work with other people to like overcome a challenge that's equal to all of you, it feels there's a unique type of satisfaction from that. And I definitely think it's worth even if it's not an uncharted, I definitely think it's worth um trying to experience in some way. It's definitely pretty cool. But yeah. I, I definitely think Uncharted is a decent multiplayer title, but most people are never going to hop in that, so <laughs> it is what it is. I mean, um, mm-hmm. it got me. It got me to play the last fuss multiplayer. See, so, that's one you should actually uh, care about. Yeah, not and that I was actually pretty good at. Mm, yeah, because that one is not about running around and being accurate. It's about being quiet and getting the shot when the moment calls for it. Yeah, it's about methodically planning your actions and carrying out said actions. Exactly. Yeah. Thanks for reminding me. Now I have to go back to grinding in that game to get that platinum. I might. Uh, Last of Us? Yeah. Because I have almost every trophy in the single player. I'm missing just like the conversations. Like I have to go back and find what conversations I'm missing because there's no way to know. And so I have to play through that whole game again just to get the conversations. But then also I got to like 
grind the multiplayer because <laughs> i haven't even at least on playstation 3 i got at least one of the multiplayer trophies now i have to get both of them so lord only knows how long that's gonna realistically take but uh the game's fun so i can't be too mad maybe i'll do that in the lead up to last of Us part two which god only Spe- knows when that's coming out speaking of i heard two rumors about that game Ooh, last of Us part two yeah all right what's popping with it that it could be could be launching in like in uh late june okay i'll say something to that in a second but i'm gonna let you say the other part and that the villain or that the antagonists in last of us 2 is are, are going to be a homophobic christianity group what it's just i i, I don't remember where exactly i think i saw it on n4g <laughs> oh god it, mm, that's you, yeah and, and thing is mm-hmm. with n4g they put all the like thousand or plus thousand plus degree stories at like the front page or like right on the front page and mm-hmm. it, it would actually make a lot of sense i mean they did say the game was about hate but god damn that's on the fucking nose <laughs> oh. yeah i mean hey far cry tried it i far cry tried it but far cry is far cry yeah this this is the last of us <laughs> holy hell <sighs> i mean time will and only if, tell if i'm mistaken didn't troy baker say like to he told people to he he said something i don't remember what it was to like prepare yourselves for some fucked up shit or something like that i think so something along those lines god i mean that's one of those things where if it's gonna surprise me like that i'll just let it surprise me i'm not gonna like dig deeper but god if that's true holy shit i mean Um, if if you think about the trailers for the game yeah like the one the one where they're trying to hang the woman Mm-hmm. Or trying to hang people like the people. True. But they're about the gutter like they did in that one other demo from way back in the day. Yeah, I mm, maybe there is some religious undertones. Because there's definitely a reason why they're hanging people and cutting their entrails out in a horrible fashion. Um, and, and it also makes sense as to why the, I think it was 20, 2018, the, or the last, most recent Sony E3 conference, mm-hmm. why they had the Last of Us set up the way it was. Yeah, like in a church and everything? Yeah. Hmm. That does make sense. Oh, I don't know, man. I mean, I, I will follow Neil Druckmann to the ends of the earth as far as his narratives go, but holy shit, I hope that is take I hope that is done well. That's my biggest concern. Like, huh. Oh, that could that could so easily just be trash. It easily fall apart. Yeah, that could very easily fall apart, but god damn, that's interesting. Also, um, I guess it sucks to know that I won't be playing Last of Us until later if it comes out end of June because that's when Battle for Bikini Bottom Remastered is coming out. <laughs> <laughs> they announced it's coming out June 23rd today. Yeah, so I saw the. Yeah, so God, if that game, if they, I was so concerned about having to buy two collector's editions at the same time, and when Last of Us got delayed, I was like, hell yeah, and now I might have to do that anyway. <laughs> God damn it. Well, I guess all the money I'm saving by not going to, what, Momocon right now and getting my RTX trip delayed, all that money I'll save there is just going to go into Collector's Edition. So, meh. <laughs> it is what it is. Oh, boy. But, yeah. Definitely interesting. Um, so, what were we saying? Oh, yeah. So, that's all I have to say about Uncharted 4 multiplayer. It's 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 interesting. It's fun. You know, play the co-op if you want to. But I'll go ahead and let you talk about the other two games that you've been playing. So what else you got in your hands into the last couple of days? Okay, so 
I jumped back into Star Wars The Old Republic. Okay. A, a nice tried and true title. Like I, I, the reason I like I really want to get into it because uh Josh Mobley who used to who was the who was one of my my, my old boss from BGU. Mhm. He's been like he he did a bunch like three vi- video essays on on like the on lightsabers. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. And so, it just made me want to play a Star Wars game. Hmm. Just tickle your fancy a little bit. I mean, now correct me if I'm wrong. This is the MMO we're talking about, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. So, like, have you been? How is that MMO different? Because I hear no one talking about that game nowadays. Like, has it gotten a bunch of overhauls in the last like year or two? Yeah. Hmm. Did they wait? Did they celebrate Rise of the Skywalker in that game at all? No. That was that was Fortnite. Oh, yeah. Wow. That sucks, man. They didn't even use their own Star Wars game to celebrate the movie coming out. They went to Fortnite with that. That's a little well, wild. To be fair, uh, Old Republic taste is technically in a different timeline. Ooh, or it's 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 in a, different, in a different canon. Oh, is this one of those, like, now it's a legend type things that they did way back in the yeah. day? Uh, yeah, that does suck then. I understand. But in any case, I mean, it sounds like you're still having fun with it. Yeah, I... I, I was just shooting everything. I was playing as a Republic trooper named Barrow Shiv. <laughs> Barrow Shiv, okay. Sounds I, like a prison move. No, I uh, I looked up. Uh, I I went to a Star Wars name generator. Hmm. That was one of the first things that popped up. Oh no! I had to do multiple searches before I found that gem. Ooh, yeah, that's a pretty good one. That's like that's like when Childish Gambino made his name from a Wu Tang name generator. <laughs> uh, and other the other game I've been playing has been Fallout seventy six. So you've hopped into Wastelanders, huh? Yes, I have. Hmm. I've actually, I actually just reinstalled it last night. I'm interested in to dive into it later on. How has it changed, if at all? <laughs> well, I decided to. I technically had a character from when it first launched. Mm-hmm. Like I'm playing on console. Yeah, I'm also on PS4 as well. And I mean, technically, I have a. I didn't have to pay. Like I got a free ver- version of. Uh, Wastelanders on or Fallout Seventy Six on Steam. Oh yeah, because it just transferred from the Bethesda account, I believe, right? Yeah, it's a good move. So there. you you exit the vault, and you encounter these two NPCs who are at, trying to find out. They're since they're talking about a treasure, hmm. which is the main thing about Wastelanders, or one of the big story beat story beats, like the the treasure of Appalachia. <laughs> so it's just a bunch of people in. Just because of that, that and the 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 year of the reclamation year, which is or also known as year one of Fallout or mm. Fallout, Fallout, Fallout seventy six. Huh. So that's like so they basically just canonized like the whole first year of seventy six when people are slowly coming back to Appalachia. Is that what they're doing? Well, it's technically a year later, so it's twenty seventy seven. Wow. It's interesting. Or it's not twenty seventy seven. Uh, it's I forgot the. I think it was. I think it's in like the early twenty second century. Yeah, I want to say it's like I. For some reason, I have I have two thousand twenty two. I don't know if that's accurate though. No, the bombs dropped in twenty seventy seven. Okay, that's it then. And I think the bot. I think I think the vault opens or like the game starts in like twenty five years after the bombs drop. Hmm. Okay. I don't know. Maybe I don't know where I got twenty two from, <laughs> but yeah, that sounds more accurate. So I, 
the games, like where the game had, like there were certain areas where, certain certain areas were rework like have been reworked. Mm-hmm. Like when you first got when you in prior to Wastelanders, the area where you would get find the first overseer uh tape or hollow disc. Hmm. They sort of moved it around geog- geography wise. Huh. And it's now the, and that area is now the home of the Wayward. Oh, is that one of the new factions or is that just a new enemy or something? It's it's the new restaurant or it's the new it's a new vendor. Hmm. Okay, that's actually pretty cool. And it's run by Duchess and Mort. Hmm. All right. I can dig that. <laughs> and Mort Mort is vo- voiced by uh, Jason Mewes. Okay, so they got some names in here. I wouldn't have expected that for Fallout seventy six, but they're trying. And like the aside from that, there are there are now raiders. Who will who'll randomly show up and try to kill you? Oh, hopeful. <laughs> and these aren't and like when I say raiders, I'm not I'm not I'm not talking like good versus bad in terms of faction wise. These are just the right like random raiders from like Fallout Three, which this game feels like it's more Fallout Three than Fallout Four. Yeah, I saw that. There's actually um when I was downloading. Over on Twitch, you know how they give you the little drops for a lot of these online games? Yeah. Yeah, they have a Wastelander pack, and there's some Raider armor that straight up just looks like it's the same model from uh, Fallout 3. Like, it's almost that to a T, and I think they're probably going off of a lot of that nostalgia from from Fallout 3 with some of this art design. Yeah, like, the game, or in a lot, nearly, or most to nearly every dialogue, uh, like or every conversation you have in the game, Mm-hmm. You'll there'll be like different options based on your like skills. There'll be like a strength skill check or a speech check, hmm. a charisma perception or perception. Okay, it's pretty neat. Do they actually? Whenever you, well, have you taken a couple of the skill checks? Like, are they rewarding? Do they give you like extra loot or some type of gameplay feature? Or is it literally just oh, now you know a little bit more about this character? I wasn't able to like uh. The first, one of the first, like one, I think the second or third quest of Wastelanders is to find out about, find, is to find out, find information about, like, where a certain group of, like, a group is coming from that's Hmm. trying to kill everyone, or that's trying to kill Duchess and Mort. Okay. It's an interesting quest. So you go to a farm, like, a farm area that, like, where people who, who have claimed to be, like, who are, Mm-hmm. More or less involved, formerly of the area. Okay. And the one that won the skill checks or speech checks was a plus in terms of strength. Hmm. Yes. And I had only been playing the, and I was only like level two or three. Yeah. <laughs> I've actually, just a side note, I've actually heard that it's a good idea to hop into this thing when you've with the character you already have, because once you get into the surface level story stuff after you've been playing for like an hour or two it'll immediately lock you off and be like oh you gotta wait till you're level 20 to do any of the rest of this and it's like oh guess i gotta go play the game for five hours aimlessly so yeah it seems like that's another example of the same type of thing so Laura only knows what's up with that yeah i mean like it's it's a lot more it's much more fun compared to the nothingness 
that was Paul 76 year one? Yeah, it, it was definitely bare bones there for a while. But it sounds like it's a little bit pepperier. I mean, are you planning on sticking with it for a while just to see where the plot line leads and everything? Well, before we started recording, mm-hmm. or like when when we were originally start, supposed to start recording like an hour ago. Yeah. Or two hours, <laughs> two hours ago when I looked at my, my clock. Yeah, that was my fault. Hi. <laughs> anyway. I was thinking either I was going to go with either Fallout 76, Final Fantasy 7, because I still haven't gotten, gotten around to that yet. Mm. Yeah, a lot or, of people playing that one. Or just go back to Star Wars or Republic, but I think I'm going to try sticking with Fallout 76. Yeah, I'm definitely... I, I think I might hop in there as well. Um, I, Like I said, I haven't played this game since... It's probably been six months at least since I've last touched it. Um, so I'm interested to see how playing it now works. I remember last time I played it that I recently got to the part where you have to put down your camp for the first time. And I was really impatient because I wanted to go explore more. So I was like, here, just put just put it down right here on the side of a cliff. And now it's now that I know, oh, I have to build this out more. It's just not a great place. So I'm going to have to figure out where to place my uh, where to place my camp later. <laughs> I think I'm still only level. I might be just at level 20, if not slightly past it. So, um, yeah, hopefully it's a uh, good experience. So if, if it sounds like you're going to stick with it. I'll at least give it a shot. I feel like I owe it that much. For as much as a Fallout fan that I have been, um, I should definitely give it a shot. Oh, so. uh, t- too mm-hmm. big. Uh, it, remember it, in like the like the pre Wastelanders when you first exit the vault, the vault you have to scrounge around for a weapon. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Now instead of like with those like with the two NPCs that are like outside Vault Seventy Six. They now give they'll they'll give you an like a weapon, so you don't have to like try to avoid death like immediately. Okay, that's actually helpful. <laughs> yeah, and you now when I I started uh like my new game my my new save. Hmm. What when like the rewards you would previously get from uh from doing the overseer stuff, you now get those. From doing like the random missions, hmm, actually pretty cool. Hmm, I, I guess they just increase or not increase, but just made the onboarding a little bit better for new players. Yeah, so like, I I'm only an hour or two in, and I have like sixty caps. Oh, okay, that's about as many caps as I had in my first like three hours. So doing a little bit better to me. And the like, I do like that that you have the option to can like either go with wastelanders or just do a little mix of wastelanders base game wastelanders base game mm-hmm. yeah i've heard i've also heard that in the base game once you get towards like the back half of the leveling system once you're in the end game type content there's like a gladiator thing and i kind of want to i'm interested to see what that's about but that's going to take me a long time to get to that level <laughs> but yeah i'm definitely interested so yeah, any any uh, more antidotes and stuff to say about uh, Wastelanders? Definitely seems like it's at least worth checking out, I guess, for now. I guess you, you have to play it more, and I guess I have to play it more, or at all. <laughs> the, I mean, it's hard to, like like I said, I only, I've only played like an hour and a half, hour or two of it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not one of those things where you can play like 30, 30 minutes and get, oh, okay, it's like this. Yeah. I did, however, encounter more people. 
on like friendly people. Oh, on console. Hmm. I mean, I feel like it was never really a cesspool in '76, but and I've also heard a lot of a lot of the community in '76 since they're the only ones playing this game. They are a lot nicer to new people. So that might be part of it, but did it seem like there was a big spike in the amount of players you're seeing with the update and everything coming out? Yeah, like I don't, I don't know if you've I forgot where I saw it. I think it was Polygon mm-hmm. or, or some some site where they had like the headline was Fallout 76 brings Wastelanders update and saves game. Wow, that's very dramatic, but <laughs> I get what they're saying at least. Hmm. I guess that's how people are seeing it though. Yeah, and I. Gotta keep every every time I see the option to play a like private server, I get I get tempted. Oh, to buy that Fallout first? <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy, I don't know if I'd recommend Fallout first. It's funny because I opened up the uh, I opened up Steam the other day and literally it was like Fallout first is one of the best selling things going on right now on Steam and I'm like wow, now that the game's on Steam that's up there and I'm like yo people are actually buying that but hey man it. I, I've heard at least one of my friends said that he had a lot of fun with 76 only because he played for first or he paid for first and just played around in the private server. He said he had a blast. So maybe they're on to something. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I do remember when the like during I think it was other pre-launch where they mentioned that mods, private servers, free private servers were going to be coming with year two. Or oh. what the first after like the first year of the game? Interesting. So, huh. I don't know what's up with that. Yeah, that's um, yeah, I really don't know what to make of that. Free private servers, like they did with Warhawk, probably. <laughs> if you remember that game, um, which one? Oh, uh, the the most recent one, <laughs> the PS3 one. About to say because like, really the P the PS1 one? <laughs> yeah. The PS1 did not have online ser- that didn't have online play at all, I don't believe. But no. yeah, yeah, you could get a private server. There's actually I think that's how the Warhawk community is still alive right now because there's a hack you can do with private servers and there's like a phone app you can use to reroute stuff and invite people. It's it's very strange, but interesting is what I'll say. In- it's definitely interesting. But um yeah, Fallout 76 Wastelanders update definitely sounds interesting. I'm going to hop into it at some point. Um like I said, I'm still making my way through stuff like Doom Eternal and stuff and all these other things. So, yeah, we'll see how long it takes me to get there. But I swear, I promise I will get there at some point. Um, but speaking of point, we're going to point over to this stack of games that I have over for the next segment. Because this segment is someone is a segment that you're probably familiar with if you've been watching the Game Informer show or if you've been enjoying the Min Match podcast over uh, that Ben Hansen's been doing. It is Ben Hansen, right? God, do not let me get this wrong. I do not want to say this man's name wrong on... Okay, yeah, it is Ben Hansen. Yeah, shout out to him. Um, yeah, he, he went and started Min Max, and so he does... They do a lot of fun stuff on there. Back of the Box Trivia isn't something that they do too much now, but back when he was on a Game Informer show... Um, they did this a lot. And I was like, one of the reasons we kind of had this new format of the Players Club podcast where the special segment is going to be, you know, whatever we want it to be, instead of it being a news story every time, is because I want it to allow for stuff like this. And I figured, since news isn't too crazy right now, let's go ahead and do this one. So yeah, I have 
Now, I said originally we we're only going to do five games, and we'll stick to that. We'll see if it if it takes us not too long to get through five games, and I have up to ten here, and I can pull some more off the shelves, honestly, if I need to. But I think ten is going to be the max. And here's how this is going to work. This is back-of-the-box trivia, for those of you who don't know. And how this back-of-the-box trivia is going to work. Al, you're going to be the contestant today. <laughs> so, yay. Do I win an aggro, Craig? Yeah, <laughs> Craig can't even guess anything. Uh, we'll just let him. He he's in the audience. He's our audience, I guess. He he's with the rest of the people listening. So here's how we're gonna do this. So I have a bunch of these games here. There is a certain theme through all of these games that I'm gonna let you guess um, at the end of this thing. Um, but here's how we're gonna do it. So I'm gonna read like the little, you know how every single back of the box has like a little descriptive paragraph or just a couple sentences saying what the game is basically. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm gonna read those. Now what I'm going to do for a lot of these games, not just the ones in the bundle, but for a lot of these types of passages, it'll straight up say, oh, in the world of this, it, with this character, it'll give very specific details that you probably guess instantly. So instead of giving those specific details, I'm going to say blank whenever I come across a word like that. But here's your hint system, because I am going to give you hints. Your hints are going to be adding those blanks back. So how we're going to mark points down is basically how many how many blanks for every blank that you ask me to add back in. That's going to be minus a point. So you're going to start with. We'll say however many blanks I have to say in the reading of the passage, that will be the maximum amount of points you can earn. And then if it doesn't work out, then we're going to, um, how, do, how are we going to do this? If, if I have to add all the blanks, you don't get any points, basically. <laughs> so that's going to be your way to say it. So does that make sense? Hopefully I've explained that correctly. Yeah. Yes, no, maybe so. Yeah. Uh-oh. One second, please. I don't know if you can hear me on that side. Can you hear me? Oh, barely. Very soft. What about now? Okay. I, I can hear you a little bit better now. I don't know what was going on earlier. So, yeah. Do I need to go over the instructions again at all? No, I heard it. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Just making sure. So, yeah, we're going to go ahead. God damn it. When I say, okay, cool, my phone's like, did you say, okay, Google? And then it just want to kill itself. Never mind. Stop. <laughs> I forgot I have multiple Google devices in my room. Oh my God. I'm going to stop with that. So yeah, how, so I've hopefully explained it for everybody at home. And now that we got connection back, we're going to go ahead and start with, uh, you know what? We'll start with this one. So I'm gonna keep tally as we're doing this, by the way. So let me see here and boom. All right, then. I'm going to just tap a tally for every time I say blank, and then I'll just delete them as we go. So, all right. So here's the first game. I'm going to read this one right now. Um, America is forever lost. It's 1953. The blank have invaded America. Entire U.S. states lie in smoking ruins. Chicago and San Francisco are overrun. Mankind's fate, once again, rests in the hands of Army Lieutenant blank, a blank soldier who is becoming the enemy he despises. Now that's the sentence, or that's the paragraph, I guess. There are three blanks in there, so you got a total of three points you can get total. Do you want to take a guess? Yes. Yeah. Okay, what is your guess? Resistance 2. 
Yo, how'd you? <laughs> I'm surprised you guessed that. How did you know? What was the giveaway? Uh, the I could at a certain point I could t- like I could, I could clearly knew it was Nathan Hale. Ah, oh, damn! It's because I said RB Lieutenant. Well, that and the delay, like the the year. Mm, yeah, 1953 did it too. Dang, because I left out. So I'll go ahead and say, since you got that, the blanks I left out were, uh, let's see, mankind's fate rests in the hands of Army Lieutenant Nathan Hale. That that's one blank. The Chimera have invaded America. That's the other blank. And then an infected soldier. I was hoping taking out infected would have made you trip up, but no, you you were right on point. God, that one was actually really easy. I'm really mad about that that you got that so easily. <laughs> it's okay. And- Mm-hmm. The thing that's crazy is because is for the past ten years or for the past five five to six years, I've I have not bought a single game physically. Yet that so, all just remembered in your brain, nonetheless. <laughs> God, Did you played Resistance too? Oh uh, yeah, I, I I played all three of them. Oh okay, wow, all right. I I feel like some of these you might not have played, but we'll we'll get to some of that later. So here's another one. Here's another game. Um, so three points on the board for you right now. Um, so let's read this one. Never face blank alone. Blank is expecting a new or yeah, blank is expecting and a new level of terror grows as you fight your cannibal blank. Oh, as you and your cannibal blank battle through a hellish nightmare, fight together or die alone on a deadly mission to confront your twisted blank. So that's four blanks. So now you got a total of four points that you can get here. Do you want to take a guess as to what this is before I give you a blank? Oh god, no, I'm completely lost right now. Okay. Maybe maybe it'll help if I read it without messing up. <laughs> so I'm gonna do that real quick. I'm gonna give you one more read through and I'll ask again if you want to make a guess. Um never face blank alone. Blank is expecting, and a new level of terror grows as you and your cannibal blank battle through a hellish nightmare. Fight together or die alone on a deadly mission to confront your twisted blank. Fear three. All right. Do you want to take a guess? I mean, you have a yes. limited. Okay. I believe I, know. I think I got this one. All right. Try Fear me. three. God damn. <laughs> I shouldn't have gave you a clean read through. <laughs> yeah. Fear three. That's what it is. Yeah. So you got four points there. God I knew, dang. That I, was... knew it was fear th- I knew it was fear three when you mentioned cannibalism. Mm, I I was I was debating on if I should have mentioned the cannibal one or if I should have blanked out brother. So I definitely made the wrong pick on that one because <laughs> I knew cannibal brother would have been some type of a hint right there. So I was like, maybe I'll just say you're fighting with your brother rather than your cannibal brother or vice versa. But I dropped brother instead of cannibal. So good on you. You definitely picked that one out. Um, and I'll say for the people at home, the blank. I'll just read it out with the blanks. Um Never face fear alone, which is very obvious. That's the first blank. Um, Alma, which is the name of the uh, mother in the game, is expecting. And a new level of terror grows as you and your cannibal brother, which is what I cut out. Battle through a hellish nightmare. Fight together or die alone on a deadly mission to confront your twisted mother. And mother's the last blank. So, yeah, good on that one. So that's what we're two for two. Just got it on the first try. Let's see if we can get another more difficult one. All right. So... All right, we'll read this one. This one I bet is easy, but um, we'll actually see how easy it is. Um, let me type in the game here so I can have it in my notes. All right, we'll go ahead and here and let's read it. Uh, 
unleash the razor sharp blank blank feral instincts and blank blank of the world's fiercest hero blank to uncage the story of how the ultimate weapon was created so there's five blanks here i have a feeling this is gonna be easy but we'll see what you think um so what is your first guess on this one i want to say infamous 2 Ooh, <laughs> that is actually incorrect. So we are now, uh. <laughs> we are now down. Uh, I guess I'll give you a hint now, since you got actually one wrong. So I'll leave in, uh, I'll leave in one of the blanks. So I'm gonna read it with one of the words actually added. So here we go. Unleash the razor sharp blank, feral instincts and mutant powers of the world's fiercest hero blank to uncage the story of how the ultimate weapon was created. Now, the one I gave you was mutant powers. So what do you think about that description? Let's see here. I, I really have nothing in my head. Nothing in your head? Do, do you want to... So you don't even have a guess? Do you just want to give another hint? Yeah. I totally can. You got four points you're working with here if you guess right. So I can give you another hint, and then you'll be down to three points, which you're still doing pretty good. If not, we can go ahead and switch on to the uh, to the next. Yeah. Game. If I say one word, there's two words here where if I say them, you will instantly know what this game is. And honestly, one of the ones I already gave you is probably a pretty good hint. <laughs> All right. Sounds like we're just gonna go to the next. Give you one more hint. Yeah. Okay. We can, we can go ahead and give you another one. So I'll read it through, and I'll uncensor another word. Unleash the razor sharp animantium claws, feral instincts, and oh my god, I I know what it is. Yeah, you know what it is now. <laughs> All right, tell me what it is then. X Men Origins Wolverine. Yep, X Men Origins Wolverine. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> I, I should have had. I should have. I should have known it when I heard razor sharp. Yeah, razor sharp and mutant powers. I think both of those should have had it. Damn, I'm really surprised you didn't get that one sooner. Um, I thought that one was going to be an easy one, but happy that I'm finally getting some points as the <laughs> as the person who's supposed to be challenging you. That actually made me a little bit happier. Um, so yeah, that one gave you three points because I had to give you two hints. So um, still a pretty good effort, still a pretty good effort. But um, yeah, we'll go ahead and move on to the next game. Um, so here we got this one, and I'll read it as such. Oh, wait, let me type this real quick. <laughs> So I know which game I'm giving you points for. All right, here we go. When a lost city mysteriously reappears in a remote desert of the Middle East, the Department of Blank Blank sends in a blank team, a special forces unit trained in both conventional warfare and the blank blank. Their mission to hunt down and destroy the evil at the heart of the city. Do you want to make a guess? There's five points here. So... Uh, do you want to make a guess first, or do you want to go ahead and give one of the hints? I will take a hint. All right, we'll take a hint. So I'm going to read it through again with one of the words uncensored. When a lost city mysteriously reappears in a remote desert of the Middle East, the Department of Occult Warfare sends in Jericho Team, a special forces unit. God damn it. <laughs> I fucked it up. Do you want to make a guess? I'm going to go ahead and say Jericho. Clive Barker's Jericho? Yes, Clive Barker's Jericho. I fucked it up. Uh, I'm throwing that one out because I... That. Yeah, that, that, that one doesn't count. <laughs> I can't believe I did this to myself. Um, 
here we'll we'll use i can still keep up the theme because i did say there was a theme between all of these and i can still keep up the theme if i select another game here uh and i'm having to talk louder because i'm leaning away you know what i'm just gonna read another one from the list here and then i'll look for another game later if we get to that point um so yeah here we go i'll read this one um we're gonna delete all that jericho nonsense god i can't believe i did that um Hopefully this time I'll remember what I'm doing this time. Okay. And the thing is, you so, would have had me like I would have been. There's I've never played that game. Yeah, that really would have been a really good stumper. I, I am really kicking myself for fucking that up. But in any case, we'll go ahead and continue with this game. This one you might not have played, but I think this will be a fun read. Um, and it's a shorter one, so here we go. Uh, your power, your choices, your playground. Blank is back in blank with the return of free roaming blank action. Perform acrobatic attacks and stealth maneuvers with the brand new blank combat and navigation system. Uncover the rest of blank's untold story in the original epilogue to the blank. That's six points you can possibly get here. I said six blanks there. So do you want to uncensor one of the blanks or do you want to take a guess right now? I'll tell I want to a... say, mm-hmm. I know I'm going. I'm going to go back to inf- the infamous uh, sp- uh, side. Okay, game. the infamous side game. So, uh, Second Son. Are you thinking- uh, no the download the the side game to that? Oh, uh, First Light. Yeah. Ah, uh, you you know what? That actually would have been a clutch guess because that was released physically in Europe. But I don't own that, so it is not that one. <laughs> oh, man. So we're down one guess. So um, here, I'll go ahead and read with one of the... Let's see. I'll give you one of the blanks uncensored. So we're going to read it again with one of those uncensored. Here it is. Blank is back in Manhattan with the return of free-roaming blank action. Perform acrobatic attacks and stealth maneuvers with the brand new blank combat and navigation system. Uncover the rest of Blank's untold story in the original epilogue to the Blank. All right. Spider-Man. Which one? Spider-Man. I'm sorry. Say that one more time. Spider-Man. Oh, okay. But which one? If it's an epilogue, it's an epilogue to what? It's what happened immediately after what? (laughs) I mean, I'll say you're on the right path, but like you have to understand. Now, I'll say say this. If If they're highlighting... The free roaming, that might be a hint, and they have a brand new combat navigation system, which is also a hint. <laughs> I'm trying real hard to not read these words. Do you want to make a guess here? Or do you want another hint for which Spider-Man game it is? I'm not going to guess. Okay. You, do you have a guess or not? Nah? No. I can give you another hint. Okay, I'll take... Okay. Um, We'll go ahead and do another hint then. Um, Spidey is... Oh, I already, I already said Spidey. You already know it's Spider-Man now. Um, yeah. So that's not even a hint. Um, Spidey is back in Manhattan with the return of free-roaming blank action. Perform acrobatic attacks and self-maneuvers with the brand new blank combat system, combat navigation system. Uncover the rest of blank's untold story in the original epilogue to, and here's the word I'm going to uncensor, the film. Oh, I know it. Was that not a hint? Was that not a big enough hint? The Amazing Spider-Man 2. We're, we're down to three points right now, so you still have three points if you guess it right now. 
The Amazing Spider-Man 2. Oh, it is definitely Amazing Spider-Man. That is correct. <laughs> that is on point. So, yeah, you got three points from that one. Bingo on that. Yeah, that one That one was kind of sloppy, too. I'm starting to forget to, like, read the words correctly. But that one you already knew by the time I said it. So, I'm not too sad about that. Yeah, the Web Rush is what I was trying to get you to guess. The Web Rush Combat system and navigation system where you could like hold down the button and like zip the places that's what i was trying to get you to guess so um you eventually came around though so good job on that one let's see here um let's choose what's this what next one am i gonna choose all right we're at four games right now so let me see what time it is see how long we've been recording because i don't want it to go too late um okay yeah, that's not too bad. Um, we, we might go a handful more games. I don't think we'll do five more, but we might do a few more. So here's another one. Uh, let me type this one up. Give me just a minute. I really should just have this list ready to go later, but in the future we'll do it better because I got more games like this in my head. Um, all right. Are you already on that side? Yes, I am. Okie dokie. Sounds good. Um, so here's the description for this one. Come fearless, come strong, come packing. Fight in a blank blood sport as one of eight trained killers battling in explosive blank matches for the ultimate prize, survival. Unique combo score kill system. Shoot your way through 48 single player levels. Earn respect I, online. I, 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 I eight... have it. Oh, what is it? The club. Wow, that was good. <laughs> <laughs> I should have I should have censored the score system. The combo system I think is what got you, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Is that what got you? It was the it was it was that and the uh the criminal part for some reason. Oh yeah, they were all trained killers battling. Yeah, that makes sense. I probably should have censored that too. Well, because of that, I'll give you I was only at two blanks in that part. So I'll go ahead and give you I'll give you three since I probably should have censored the trained killers part. Um, so yeah, we'll go ahead and make that three points and give you some more on that one. So now you're, you've only messed up on two of them, X-Men Origins Wolverine and Ultimate or the Amazing Spider-Man. Um, so that's just two of them where you weren't flawless. We'll go just for a handful of these games more and, um, we'll see what's up after this. And keep in mind, there's still a consistent theme throughout all these games. So you can guess what that theme is and you know get bonus points if you want so let me do this one uh all right and here we go we're gonna read the description on this one uh <laughs> from the creators of blank blank seamlessly combines sword fighting archery and throwing stars for an action-packed adventure made for the blank battle through a battle through a skeleton cursed kingdom packed with weapon upgrades collectibles and puzzles swing your sword to attack an enemy reach for an arrow to fire an accurate shot or blank a barrage of throwing stars with true motion that is only available on blank and that's all i'm gonna read because <laughs> it has a whole actually i'll read the last section play with blank and blank online or side by side in competitive and co-op challenges so that's We'll just do, instead of six points, that blank and blank is one phrase. So I'll just make it five. You're, you're fighting for five points here. So what is your first guess on what this could be? I want to say it's a motion control game. 
Okay. That's a fair guess. Do you want to make a specific guess? <laughs> no. I am clueless to this one. Ooh, this is going to be a good one. Um, all right, then. Well, because of that, I'll I'll, I'll read it with one of the blanks uh, cut out. So you're, you're going to be for four points if you guess it after this. From the creators of Sports Champions, blank seamlessly combines sword fighting, archery, and throwing stars for an action-packed adventure made for the blank. Battle through Skeleton Curse Kingdom, pack with weapon upgrades, collectibles, and puzzles. Swing your sword to attack an enemy, reach for an arrow to fire an accurate shot, or blank a barrage of throwing stars with true motion that is only available on blank. Play side-by-side -side with blank online or side online or side by side in competitive and co-op challenges. Obviously read side by side twice, but you now know it's from the creators of sports champions. Do you wanna make a guess? No. I, I forfeit. Ah, you forfeit. Wow. You, I, I can just read the whole thing all the way through. I'll read the whole thing all the way through, and then you tell me if you can make a guess off of that. I'm going to read everything but the actual name of the game, which is in this, this, this description. From the creators of Sports Champions, Blank seamlessly combines sword fighting, archery, and throwing stars for an action-packed adventure made for the PlayStation Move. Battle through Skeleton Curse Kingdom, packed with weapons, upgrades, collectibles, and puzzles. Swinging your sword to attack an enemy, reach for an arrow to fire an accurate shot, or toss a barrage of throwing stars. With true motion that is only available on PlayStation Move, play side-by-side -side with family and friends, or in competitive and co-op challenges online. So yeah, I've said everything but the name in that description. Do you want to make a guess, or do you want to just forfeit this one? I, I forfeit. All right, we're forfeiting. This is Medieval Moves, Deadman's Quest. <laughs> yeah, I never would have gotten that one. Uh, yeah, I figured this one was going to be kind of difficult. There was The only chance you had of this is if you knew anything about Sports Champions, and then you could be like, what's the other game they made? <laughs> that was the only hope I thought you would have had here. But yeah, I don't think many people play Deadman's Quest, so <laughs> I, I don't blame you for that one. Um, but I can't give you any points for it. <laughs> so yeah that one was kind of cheap i'll admit that one was kind of a low blow but it was fun to actually get one over on you finally um let's see here we're gonna go ahead and read another one here um let's see here all right we'll do this one we'll we'll do this one um let me write down the name of this one and once again we're still in theme so keep in mind for that bonus at the end um from the writer of blank and blank Home is where the war is. 2027, America has fallen to a savage military occupation. Join oh, the I, resistance I, I, and fight for freedom. Take the fight online in groundbreaking 32-person multiplayer warfare. And that is all there is on this box. <laughs> so do you want to make a guess? There's only two points up for grabs here, but I think if I told you those two, you would instantly know the game. So what do you think this is? Homefront Revolution. Wait, Revolution? Yeah. Oh, um, I, okay. You know what? Here's what I think is happening, because I'm having a hard time hearing you. I think it's because of the noise suppression. So I'm going to turn that off on my side, <laughs> and hopefully, because, like, when you, whenever you talk, I hear what you say at the second half and not the first half of your word. So maybe that's the noise suppression kind of giving me issues. So I'm going to ask you to turn it off, and then we'll try it again. So what did you say? Uh, Homefront Revolution. You know what? I'm going to give it to you. It is Homefront. <laughs> the, 
the original home front. Um, and actually, that's exactly what the problem was, because you sounded perfectly crystal clear right there. So I'm pretty sure that noise that noise reduction is in beta. So eh, it is what it is. Um, so, yeah, you got home front. I'll give you both of those points for that one. Um, so two points for this. Um, we got two more games here. We won't get to a full 10, but we might do nine. So I'll go ahead and read. Hmm. Let's see. We'll go ahead and read. Jesus, this is so there's barely anything on here. All right. Well, because like this one's such a short description that I don't know if we're going to be able to even get too many blanks out of here, but we'll, we'll make it work. So here we go for this one. I'm going to go ahead and read it now. Sworn to protect, born to kill. Hunt, blank, kill, chaser, chaser, wait, what word is this? Oh, chaser, blank, tour, and there are also, oh, wait, okay, never mind. So this is one of those box, this is one of those boxes that have like foreign languages on the back along with the English. So I've been reading <laughs> the foreign language, trying to figure out what it said. Just because one said chaser is actually Chaucer because it's French. We're going to start that over. All right, so sworn to protect, born to kill, hunt, blank, kill, attack together to eradicate your foes, blank, and dispatch enemies, and there are some brutal blanks. So that's three points there. So do you want to take a guess? This one's very short, but I don't know. This might help. So do you want to take a guess here, or do you want to hear one of the blanks? I'll hear a blank. Okay. I'll read it together with one of the words censored uncensored um sworn to protect born to kill hunt stalk kill attack together to eradicate your foes blank and dispatch enemies and there are brutal blanks so the word i gave you was uh stalk so think of a game evolve evolve it is not evolve <laughs> Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna read it again, and this might give you a better hint as to the direction, because, like, I've given you some hints on, like, the hard part about this is that you have to work together to eradicate your foes, but I'll say this, you're working together, this is not a co-op game, so I'll just say that right now, so I'm gonna give you another blank, you'll be fighting for one point now, so here's the, here's the last, here's the one, I'm just gonna read it through, um, Sworn to protect, born to kill, hunt, stalk, kill, attack together to eradicate your foes, disarm and dispatch enemies, and there are brutal blanks. Do you want to make a guess now? There's another obscure one. <laughs> I feel like you have a better shot of having played this than uh, Deadman's Quest, but it's still pretty obscure, admittedly. Any guesses here? Sworn to protect, hunt, stalk, kill. Alien vs. Predator? Ooh, I, I get where your head's at. You are you're you're following the path I'm trying to get you on, but you're not quite there. So I'm gonna read it all the way through with all the sensors unlocked, and we'll just keep it up for one point. Still, we'll still give you points if you get this because this is hard. Um, sworn to protect, born to kill, hunt, sock, kill, attack together to eradicate your foes, disarm and dispatch enemies, and their brutal takedowns. <laughs> which doesn't sound like a good hint but this is one of the things this game's known for brutal takedowns so i've given you everything on the box do you want to make a guess or should i just tell you i guess i guess i'm gonna take another l ah okay we'll give you an l the game in question is dead to rights retribution 
damn it, damn it. <laughs> you see what I was trying to get you to? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, sworn to protect because you play as a cop and the hunt stop kill because you're stalking as the dog. I was trying to get you on that path, man. Oh, man. I was really trying to do it, but hey, you, you're, you've got a lot of points on the board still, so we'll go ahead and we'll make this the last one right here. And um, actually, give me just a second. Uh, oh, here it is. I think I found it. Yeah, this is the game I wanted to read. Um, okay. God, can I read this, actually? We're going to try it anyway. Um, here we are. Uh, let me type this one, too. This is Here's the thing about this box art. This is another obscure game, so that's one of your hints. Um, I had to print this box art out, and the text is kind of cut off. <laughs> so I'm trying to make sure I can still read it, despite everything. Um, so, yeah, we're going to go ahead and read this one. Their world, his rules. Play as blank, the world's biggest blank in this fast-paced action shooter. You and the blank will battle across two countries to collect your payday and extract your revenge on those who have crossed you. And that's where I'm going to leave it. Actually, there's a little bit more. We'll, we'll keep reading. Fast-paced action shooter with arcade-style point system, brawler-style combat with brutal melee counter kills, and online multiplayer with the blank trade your arsenal with over 20 realistic weapons blank blank and 19 classic blanks featuring blank and blank i'm gonna take out one of those blanks because i did another one of those compound phrases but right now you're working with wow is this eight points let me see one two three four five six seven eight yeah eight points total you could get eight points total if you guess this on the first try um so do you want to make a guess now Yes. <laughs> God damn it. All right, what's your guess, man? 50 cent bonus end. Yeah. <laughs> How did you know? What what ticked you off? The world's biggest? The, uh, the part about like getting revenge on those who have wronged you? Mm. <laughs> I don't know how that would have even got gotten you. You probably knew the plot of 50 cent blood in the sand then. Yeah, and it's very it's very wacky. Yeah, it is, it is very wacky. I was hoping it would sound like I was hoping you would say something like Army of Two or something, but nah, 50 Cent is it. Um, and for the people listening, I'll go ahead and give you just a read through without any cuts. Um, their world, his rules, play as 50 Cent, um, one of the blanks, the world's biggest hip hop star. In this fast paced action shooter, you and the G unit will battle across two countries to collect your payday and extract and exact your revenge on those who wronged you. Fast paced action shooter with arcade style point system. Brawler style combat with brutal melee counter kills and online multiplayer with the G unit. Trade your arsenal with over 20 realistic weapons and and tracks and 19 classic music videos featuring Fiddy and G unit. <laughs> so, yeah, that one was pretty easy. And I I figured I'll give you one with a lot of points at the end there just to counteract some of the L's. But let's see. Overall, you've gotten out of a total possible of let's see three shoot i gotta do math here um hold on give me just a second i'm pull out the calculator here so oh my god come on phone cooperate with me just for today all right so for resistance two there was a total of three points you could have earned there for fear there was a total of four for origins there was a total of five. Oh boy <laughs> let me not type this wrong uh plus five for spider-man there was a total of 
one, two, three. There was a total of six, and we got down to three. And for the club, there was a total of two, but I went ahead and gave you three. So we'll just say, we'll just say two. I know the math's going to be off, but we'll say two. Um, and then for Deadman's Quest, there was a total of five. You got zero. <laughs> for total for Homefront, you got it on the first try, so you got two points there. And for Dead to Rights, there was three, but you got zero. And for 50 Cent, you got all eight. So out of a total of, let's see, five. So total, you could have gotten, let's see, 27 points total. So you ended up with three, three for fear, or three for resistance, four for fear. Uh, X-Men Origins, you got three points. Spider-Man, you got three points. Um, the Club, you got three points. Uh, Homefront, you got two. And let's see, 50 Cent, you got eight. Plus eight. So you got, you actually got 26 points. <laughs> so good on you, man. You actually did pretty well. I guess it's because, actually, that doesn't sound right. Did I do my math right? <laughs> what did I miss? Deadman's Quest and Dead to, oh, three more points because I didn't add Dead to Rights. So I guess it's a total of 30 points you could have gotten, but 26 is still pretty damn good if you ask me. So yeah, 26 out of 30. So I'm going I'm to give it up to you. You knew what you were talking about. Now, I will say, do you want to guess the theme that all these games were? Like, what do all these games have in common? And just to give you, just to jog your memory, the games were 50 Cent Blood on the Sand, Dead to Rights Retribution, Homefront, Medieval Moves, Deadman's Quests, The Club, The Amazing Spider-Man, X-Men Origins Wolverine, Fear 3, and Resistance 2. Now, do you want to guess their, their connection? It's very They're all available, <laughs> available on PS3. Yep, that's the connection. <laughs> that's literally it. <laughs> I might make something a little bit more elaborate and thematic next time, but yeah, they're all PS3 games. <laughs> Very easy to figure out on that one. But yeah, hopefully that was fun. I mean, did you? No, have... I, mm -hmm. Honestly, at first I thought it was. I thought for some reason that it was. It was. It was they were all Activision games. Oh God, no! There's a there's a lot of THQ in here. Some Sega. There's a lot of different publishers. Square Enix for Dead to Rights, I'm pretty sure. So, yeah, that definitely wouldn't have been the biggest thing. Wait, did Square Enix not work on Dead to Rights? I don't see their logo on here. I think that was IDOS. You're right. It is IDOS. Yeah. Or Volatile Software. In any case, um, hopefully that segment was kind of fun for y'all. Um, we might do some more things like this in the future, and we might use games that aren't in my own collection so that I can actually have a little bit more variety. Um... But yeah, hopefully that was fun. Um, I don't know, Al, did you enjoy that one? I, I enjoyed doing it. I thought it was fun, besides the whole audio issues and everything. Yeah, that was fun. Hell yeah, man. Perfect. So yeah, we might do that again in the future someday. Um, but for this day, we've pretty much reached the end of the podcast. So going to go ahead and hit some housekeeping stuff up for you. Um, first things first, y'all. <laughs> Let me give the biggest shout out, because Graydon is killing it on the site the last couple days now this man we're going to be linking to it down there in the description but he wrote a preview of the predator um what is it hunting grounds yeah yeah he wrote a preview for predator hunting grounds and it has blown up on the site low-key or not even low-key he got he had over 103 views on the site um from from his work recently so uh yeah he's been putting in work yeah, you were about to say something. I didn't want to cut you off. 
No, I just I like on on Twitter I just put man uh, at at grade low uh, seven practically just carrying the VGU set VGU staff did, uh, this this month. Yeah, man, he really is like he's putting the whole team on his back for real. So yeah, we're gonna be we're gonna be linking to his uh, predator hunting grounds. Predator hunting grounds. I can't spell predator right. Apparently, we're gonna be linking to that preview so you guys can check that out as well. Um, so yeah, that's one thing to check out. Um, hopefully, by the time you guys are listening to this, because we're recording this one pretty early, um, that's kind of why I like to do these evergreen topics so I can just post them um, without having to worry about like, oh, this news just happened. Have a take. Um, so yeah, by the time you guys are listening to this one, I should have my 50 cent blood on the sand. Um, those let play, ugh, those let's plays should be up on the YouTube channel alongside a new, uh, a new intro that I'm making for the channel that we have a little bit more of a consistent design there. So yeah, you should, you guys should be able to see that. So that's another thing that I'll be having. And I feel like me playing 50 cent recently and talking about it has probably also gave you a hint on that. Cause you were just thinking in that mindset anyway. Oh boy. But in any case, um, yeah, the 50 cent LP will be up. Um, speaking of the YouTube channel, um, there's a couple other stuff that's going up. I know the life is strange. Let me see. Let me make sure before I say that is the life is strange. Uh, season one, is that going up now? Pretty sure it is. Yeah. Every Saturday at 10 AM. Yeah. Every Saturday at 10 AM. Yeah. We're on part two. So yeah, that one's going up. So check out the life is strange. Let's play it. It's still going up. L-I-S-L-P. I'm just writing notes so I know what to include in the description so you guys can click to it. Um, uh, the mm-hmm. the atrocious Star Wars Revenge of the Sith LP is winding down. <laughs> Why you call it atrocious? It's just it's just going really badly? Like as far as narratively? No. Uh, it, it, that game is not as good as I remembered. Yeah, it's a little... Some games don't age as well as others. That's really all that needs to be said, I guess. That and... Well... Apparently, James Arnold Taylor, who d- does the voice for Obi-Wan in Clone Wars, he actually did th- the voice of Obi-Wan in that game, too. Oh, wow. Or, and this, Yeah, this is like years before. Hmm. I never would have guessed. Yeah, this is definitely... Yeah, just looking at like the couple of clips I've seen of this game from the Let's Play, it's like, oh, yeah, this is, uh, this is dated as hell. <laughs> but hey, it's a cherished classic, though. God, it just... Yeah, and... Yeah. and it was evolved by the team that would go on to become Double Helix. Oh, wow. That's interesting. I didn't know that, actually. Yeah. Huh. Formerly known as The Collective. Hmm. Oh, good for them. They went on to actually be a decent studio, I guess. This just reminds me of Shaolin Showdown the more I look at it. Oh, so weird. Anyway, so yeah, that will be down there. Revenge of the Sith uh, LP will be down there. Revenge of the Sith um last episode we already talked about i mean there's a whole bunch of other stuff on the site we've already talked about the mlb review that's up there on the site we've talked about the uh the animal crossing review both of those co-op reviews with uh you and graydon and also josh miller and graydon um so yeah they're definitely doing work um what else we also have the the keeping it 100 podcast which is what i'm doing by the time you guys hear this i'll probably be on some episode i'll post the latest episode whatever it might be at the time of this posting so keep looking uh, for that graden is working is has another ranked uh post coming out soon Ooh, yeah i think i saw that a definitive ranking of the telltale games that he's played Ooh, 
that's going to be a fun one. Um, <laughs> actually, yeah. Mm-hmm. He, when I was going when I was going through and looking it over, I really just wanted to put it in like editor's note. Graydon is completely wrong about this. Oh God! All right, hot takes. I love it. I'm not gonna. Yeah, like certain ones. I was like, really. <laughs> Hey man, I love the chaotic energy. I I support it, even if I don't agree with it. I support standing up for what you believe. In. <laughs> Sounds and, yeah. Uh, there's a the uh, latest roundtable is, is up. Ooh yes, music that is synonymous with the game they appeared in. Thank you, thank you. I almost forgot about that one. That yeah. seems to have taken off a little bit. Yeah, there's people watching that one. I, I think um, I think people like music, people like games. So when they cross, it's going to turn some heads. So, yeah, go ahead and check that one out. Very happy with that one. We all wrote about different songs and different games. And I actually hopped on a round table, which actually it happens about half the time. I was going to say that never happens, but I've probably been on maybe half-ish of them. Uh, there's one that is in the, like me and Josh Miller have done, like worked on so far that I think you might be interested in. Hmm. Oh, that's one in the drafts, I believe, right? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to check that out. I won't say that for the listeners, but I'll definitely check that out and see if I can uh, hop on another one. Um, well, technically there's two, so. You know, let me see here. I got them up, right? Yes, I saw the the second one. I, I saw that one, and I said I wanted to write something about that, but the the one from four days ago, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I got, I got some smoke for that. <laughs> so, definitely. So, yeah, any other uh, housekeeping things you can think of before we go ahead and uh, get to the end of the show? Uh, Let me think. Hmm. I'm going to be going back through and trying to recreate my Batman Telltale LP. Hmm, okay. That that I had to put out to pasture. Ah, R.I.P. Well, hey, maybe it'll come back bigger, badder, and better than ever, or at least it'll just come back (laughs) in any case. Yeah, that's should, one that was should, on the I old should, channel. I should be able to I should be able to just burn through it considering I remember practically everything. Yeah. Hopefully so. So fing- fingers crossed on that. And then, you know, also still working on my uh my other LPs. Or you know, I've I've already said everything that I'm working on right now. So you guys will find out what we're working on the rest. And I will say for the Keeping It One Hundred podcast, I am starting to think about what I want to do for the end of that. Once the actual ranking is settled, um, I want to make a big production of it somehow. So I'm having ideas on that. So if you're interested in what that's going to be, and if you listen to that show, just, you know, stay up on the VGU Twitter and also my Twitter as well. Both of which ours, the comp- the site's Twitter, my Twitter, and Al's Twitter, all in the description every episode. So go ahead and keep, us with, keep up with us there if you want to know what we're doing. So yeah, good stuff all around. Um... And on that note, we'll go ahead and bring the show to an end. Thank you guys for listening to this episode of the Players Club Podcast. Um, please be safe out there. Say that every week. But for the love of God, be safe. Care about each other. That's how we're getting out of this. Hopefully we get out of this sooner rather than later. Because I would, I know I said, I, I don't know if I said this on the podcast or if I said this right before. But with all these games coming out and it's like, oh, yeah, cool. I get to spend my money on the collector's edition of SpongeBob. And the fact that we're not going to all these events is like, oh, now I have money for that. But God, I'd still like to go to something by the end of the year. I was going to go to Pride this year in September, and now that might not even be a thing. (laughs) So like, Jesus Christ. So yeah, just just be safe. This thing will all blow over if we do what we're supposed to do. And fingers crossed on that. So 
without further ado, this has been Emmett Watkins Jr. And I have been joined here today by Alan Muir. I don't know why. I hope I hope WWE goes out of business for the terrible things they just did. Yeah, that sucked as well. I saw a lot of that nonsense going on. Oh, man. To think when when XFL got canceled, I was like, all right, that's obvious. But all this other stuff about them furloughing people. Oh, man, it is a lot. Yeah. But hey, hopefully, hopefully something good comes from the ashes, from WWE's ashes and from other ashes as well, without being too ominous. <laughs> I mean, I, I will say this. Mm-hmm. Zack Ryder has like his one of his shirts is the highest selling one so far today on a uh, pro sync tees. Yeah. That's really and cons- mm-hmm. like considering this just happened. Yeah, it's definitely it. That's a sign. I'll say that's a sign. I don't know who if that's a good sign for someone, but it's definitely a sign. Yeah, like if it, listeners, if you have a favorite wrestler right now, whether they're indie or yeah, just support them. Yeah, they oh. they could really use use the help. Yeah, a lot of people need the support right now. Also, now that I'm thinking about like supporting people and stuff, uh, shout out to Uppercut. Uh, they're you know they're fellow kind of funny best friends, and I know a lot of those girls over there, um, and guys over there. They did something really cool. So you know EGM, right? Yeah, yeah, and they brought back EGM in some weird alternative online manner, and they recently did a pause on all uh, freelance pitches because you know times are hard and money's tight. So they said, all right, we can't do any freelance articles right now. So, you know, we're canceling that for everybody. So Uppercut stood up and said, hey, for all those freelancers who are writing for EGM um, and still need a place for those articles to go, you can submit them to us and we'll pay you $100 each piece. And we have $400 to do this with. How about we open up a pool of money for people to donate on PayPal and then we'll see if we can make this bigger for people. Have you seen this story go on at all? No, I just learned this is literally my first time hearing of it. Dude, that pool of money, I the the whole thing kind of went viral because it kind of sparked a, it sparked a conversation of people being like, "Yo, they're only getting paid a hundred per article. How are they gonna feed their families with that?" But like that pool of money has exploded and people just donated everywhere. It's gone. It's past eleven thousand now. <laughs> wow. Like Jason Schreier was tweeting about it and Patrick Klepik was tweeting about it. Like it is blown up. And of course, you know, there's some people that are like, you're only paying them a hundred dollars. Geez. But literally like I know Caitlin over there, um, they are, they are funding that thing with their own money and even the rest of them are doing that. So it's like cool that they can even get 400 to pay people with the starting price. But now they have so much more money to be able to take all these pitches from former EGM freelancers. So yeah, it's really cool. So I just wanted to give a shout out to them since I thought about that right at the end of the show. Um, big ups to them. Hope they're doing all right during this thing, too. Um, and so on that hopeful note, now that, you know, people are supporting each other, um, let's keep that good energy up for the rest of this. And we'll see you in the next episode of the Players Club podcast with equal energy. So, yeah, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for watching if you're on YouTube. And as I always say, keep it real. Keep it real. Adios. Thank you.